You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press patch to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. To my right uh-huh. is my co-host, Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are we doing today? Ah, I'm doing doing great. It's a little gloomy out, but uh, my disposition is sunny, and uh, I'm happy I didn't get booted after the first episode uh, that I joined. So glad to be back. <laughs> 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 no, you're staying on. You're staying on for you're 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 uh, you're with us forever. Just all right, all right. Sounds good. All right. I before... had some uh, chicken tikka masala. I'm ready nice. to go. How about you? How are you doing? I I had myself a carne. I treated myself to a carne asada burrito from uh, a local place in Boston Spa before I before I showed up, and uh, I got my I got a belly full. I'm caffeinated. I'm hydrated. I'm ready to. I'm ready to rumble. All right. <laughs> All right. Before we get into this week's show, I just want to remind you to go to our social media channels, follow our, our social media channels right here below Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, YouTube.com forward and uh, look for No Credentials Required. Hit subscribe, hit notifications. That way you know when either we go live or we have a video updated, uh, uploaded. If you're listening on the audio side, subscribe. Our Main hub is Spreaker. 
However, you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever platform, take a listen. And also, if you can, rate and review. Five stars rating is preferred. Leave a review. I might even read it on the air. Dustin, we actually did get a comment last week about uh, six days ago after our last live stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not what you expect. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so the comment is in German. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I never took it. I was a. I took Spanish myself, so this would be interesting. I took French, but I'm gonna do my best to. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to uh, try to read. All so right. I know. I know at least one person. I'm figuring at least one person who took German. Is is watching, but I'll speak it as best I can. It says, "This is what it says." It says, "Alles sehr schön, aber just zusammen die Numen Numeren." I don't know how to say ten in in German. Ten und ein ein warms online brunette and ein andere blondine. Es war unfair. Es <laughs> war unfair. Es war unfair. Wenn ich Via Valen Verde. I'm I'm guessing it's a a probably a bot propositioning both of us. <laughs> I'm yeah. I guess you would say. I, I guess you would think right because this is how it translated in in uh in uh on Google Translate. It says all very nice, but the first numbers one and ten together, a warmth. I don't know how. I don't know. Online brunette and another blonde. It would be unfair if I chose four. So I'm guessing it was a porn site. And this guy was trying to advertise. Probably. (laughs) This bot was trying to advertise. (laughs) But I did say, to be fair, to be fair, I did say, if you leave a review, I might even read it on the air. <laughs> yeah, we are we are men of our word here at no credentials required. That is true. <laughs> All right, so let's get into NFL Week One reactions. Dustin, this week was NFL Week One. We got a lot to cover. Sixteen games, all thirty-two teams in action. We're going to start with Thursday night's game, the premier game of the season, of the twenty twenty-two season. With the Bills absolutely pounding the Rams by oh, the yeah. tune of thirty-one to ten, what's your take from this game, uh, Dustin? Is it just I don't know if you got if you watched it. I I was going back and forth between a bunch of places, and I was watching it actually with, buddy, with my buddies Levac and Gaz at the uh, Owl Sanctuary on Wolf Road. So, oh, excellent. Also, well, I, I call it, I call it the Owl Sanctuary. It's actually Hooters. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> To all, my, to all my female friends and family watching or listening, I'm very sorry. I go. <laughs> well, I know it's only week one, and I don't want to overreact because you never know what to expect from week one. That's part of the the reason that um, that makes week one so great. The the blinders come off. Pre the whole playbook is open. Nobody's shortening anything from the preseason anymore. Um, but my initial reaction is, boy, the Rams might not be as good as we thought they would be. Uh, the defense, the defense looked terrible, 
in in that game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, for all his trash talking or whatever, you know, whatever he said before the game, he got absolutely torched by Stefan Diggs. Uh, Josh Allen threw it all over the uh, field, so he wasn't looking like a trash draft pick or whatever whatever Jalen Ramsey said. Um, but I was more shocked. I thought the Rams would make a game of this. They looked rusty or out of sync. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, Matthew Stafford made a few throws that, let's just say, he was very confident. He made a backward, what I think amounted to like a, a almost a pass to someone behind him who then ran up to the, the line of scrimmage. I was very surprised to see that happen. Um, it, uh, it just, the Rams overall didn't, didn't look like they could match up with the, the bills at all. Uh, I was very surprised by that. And um, looking, looking ahead during, during uh, looking ahead to the tail end of the show, the whole NFC West uh, with the exception of my team, which we'll get to, uh, they they all surprised me this week. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I mentioned, I think I mentioned last week, last week in our NFL preview, I thought the Bills, the one thing they needed, the one thing they lacked last season was a pass rush, yes. a pass rusher, a, a, an elite pass rusher. Von Miller did not disappoint. No, no, he did not. <laughs> he did not disappoint. And not only did he not disappoint, but his entire the entire line of the Buffalo Bills, the entire defensive line, showed no mercy. Oh, they dominated the Rams O-line for sure, for sure. And um, I was also surprised that uh, – I was also surprised that Cam Akers didn't really get much of a run in this game at all. Um it looked like Daryl Henderson might be their lead back. And there was the, uh, the rookie back that they had drafted and, and they liked him, but he got injured early in the game. Mm. So I thought, I thought Cam Akers would have more of a role in the game. Uh, Robert or um, Alan Robinson, he was out there for all kinds of routes, but they just, they just were not finding him. So some no. of their some of their uh, one of their biggest offseason acquisitions was kind of invisible during that game as well. Yeah, yeah, and Stafford was either passing was finding Cooper Cup because he always he's always open. Oh, or yes. he was finding his check down, or he was finding a check down guy in his tight end. Mm-hmm. So this, but the Bills team they were dominant. Although I do have one worry about the Bills, I feel like they need they need a number one back. And I mentioned to a friend of mine. Uh, who I go to church with. He's a Bill, he's a big Bills fan. He's like, I said, hey, how about those Bills? He goes, oh, yeah, they were great this, this week. I said, yeah. I said, I do have one worry, though. I, I kind of wonder, with all the running that Josh Allen does, if by the end of the season, he's going to be he's yeah. going to be beat up. Yeah. And you need a you need somebody to pick up the steam. And I, I know it's a running back by committee in Buffalo, but you need somebody to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we could talk about Singletary. We could talk about some of the other running, the other running backs. But I just feel like they need a number. They need to either trade. They need to trade for number one back, or look at the waiver wire and say, "Hey, this is going to be our number one guy for the uh, for the season." For in regards to our in regards to our running back. So yeah, I agree. Your quarterback can't be the 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 one taking the majority of the hits running the ball. It's just right. not a good way 
to uh, to manage things, I think. Yeah, for as much as he did in regards to the running game and absolutely flattening every runner that came his way, you you can't do that for 17 games. It's mm-hmm. it's impossible. It's not to say it's impossible, but it's just it's not optimal. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it definitely is inviting the possibility that he would miss uh, some time at some point or get dinged up and just not be at a hundred percent, you know, who, who knows, but to me, he's, he's too important to that team to risk. And I understand it's a part of his game and it's his competitive nature. And he's always going to strive for extra yardage if he's, if he's out there, but I agree, you got to find a way to shield him from some of these hits. Yeah, for sure. Now, we, uh, we're going to continue on week one uh, with the next game. The first game, well, the first game that came to mind on Sunday, that would be the Saints at the Falcons. The Falcons blow yet another lead. Uh, I got a meme from one of my good friends, uh, my, 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 my good buddies, uh, Chris. He sent this meme and it was a list. It was a, it was a score box of every single score they've blown. Of course, we had the, Super Bowl with against New England, twenty oh, yes. to three. Yeah. Then there's another one for San Diego. They're up thirty to twenty. Then they're up seventeen to nothing on Miami. 39-24 against the Cowboys. Twenty six ten against the Bears. Twenty four seven against the Bucks. And then lastly, and then this this game, twenty six ten against the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints won up scoring seventeen points in the last eleven minutes and thirty five seconds of the game to take the game. If you're a Falcons fan, what are you feeling? Oh. Or do, are you feeling it? Are you feeling period? <laughs> have I, you lost? Have you lost all that of a feeling for your Falcons? You know, I think, I think it's got to be a bit of a letdown, but I don't think it's as big of a letdown because I think even the most loyal Falcon fan knows that the, the odds of their team doing anything this year are, are remote. So I, I think if you're a Falcons fan, you might be preparing yourself for a long season. You might, you might do the thing where you adopt a team for another season, you know, like <laughs> for a season because you're so disenfranchised with how things are going down in Atlanta. But I kind of counter because, yes, it was an epic uh, collapse by the Falcons team. But I... I think it speaks volumes that the Saints, who are a team by all rights, should have outclassed the Falcons. The fact that the Saints let that game get to the point of where it is, I think, speaks a little bit to where their team may be. Now, I I do. It's impressive that you're able to engineer a comeback and kind of pull it together. But I do think there's going to be some problems with the Saints this season. Oh, I, I don't disagree there, uh, for sure. I mean, I, the only thing that upset me about that game was that Corderell Patterson was on my bench oh. uh, for our fantasy league. But I beat my I beat my brother by a handle, still beat him handily by <laughs> over sixty points. So I'm not. Totally I did see that. I did see that. But, but Cord- Cordero Patterson looks like the real deal still. Which he's oh, absolutely, def- he's defying the odds because he's a. He's in his thirties now, isn't he? But he was catching it. He was running it. It yeah. was it was something to see. Yeah. He's their primary running. He's their primary. Uh, he's their Mister Everything on that offense. But as as I said in the in week in the week in the uh, last week's preview, I said the the, the Falcons are going to be entertaining because their offense is going to be fun to watch. 
Mm-hmm. Their defense is going to be their letdown, of course. Yeah. What they do? They yeah. they blew a 17 point lead in the last 10 minutes of the game. They had a chance to win it and and over. They had a chance to win it with seconds left with uh, Young Hui Ku coming in for a game winning field goal, but that was yeah, blocked. And that. Yep. That was the that was the game. Next game on docket: Browns over the Panthers, 26-24 in the Baker Bowl. This one was actually more entertaining than I think everyone expected. I mean, Baker yeah. Mayfield was doing Baker Mayfield things. Panthers fell down early. I think they were down at one point ten nothing. Baker scores a touchdown. Panthers come back. They get a game. They get a field goal with uh, less than two minutes left, and then uh, Browns go ahead and win the game with just a matter of seconds left. But I, I was watching on Red Zone. This is the beauty about yes. NFL Red Zone. Besides there being seven hours of commercial free football every single Sunday for the next 18 weeks is that you get a glimpse of every single game at key yeah. moments. And yeah. there were some, there were some key moments in this game. Either team could have won this game and it didn't look as bad as everybody thought it was going to be because it was, there was some pretty entertaining moments. One of them, of course, being that Baker Mayfield led the Panthers back into the game but only to lose the game in the last, uh, in the last moments. Yeah. Uh, I will say I, I didn't see as much of this game as I wanted to, because this game I was very curious about because you all know, you heard me here last week. I was saying Baker's going to come in here with some screw you energy. He's going to really come out. I thought Carolina had something to prove. Uh, and, Although they did make a game of it, as you just so eloquently described, they ultimately came up short because of Baker. Um, And it is ironic. And I do think Christian McCaffrey just didn't look like the player we've come to expect. He had glimpses glimpses in this game for sure. Like there was a there was a nine yard run where he made a bunch of people miss. And I'm saying there he is. There's there's the offensive weapon that we've come to expect. But he just I don't know if he. I don't know. He's missed a lot of games over the last couple of seasons. It might be a little bit of rust or something, but uh, I was shocked that Cleveland was able to pull this game out. And I, I think we got a glimpse of what their offense is going to be. It's going to be uh, run the ball with uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That's what it's going to be. Yep. You know, I, I, I think that's what they're going to rely on. They do have some pieces on defense. Miles Garrett, Love him or hate him. He's a great player. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of the ground and pound in Cleveland this year. Yeah. And that's what their bread and butter was in 2020 when they went to the playoffs yeah. for the first time in God, 17 years. Uh, so the great thing about it, and some of the plays I watched and some of the scoring plays, especially was that they use Kareem Hunt as a decoy, but they also, but they would use them in backfield. They'd have them lined up at fullback. There's that one play they had lined up at fullback. They did a play action, the bootleg roll to the right, and they find Kareem Hunt in the end zone in the in the in the uh, in the in the corner of the end zone to to go for the. I think it was the first touchdown of the game. So nice play. So you can use either running back as a, as a, either a decoy or just. As a as a as a in play action because if you're going to use the run game to that's traditionally how football is you use the run to support the pass yeah and that's what this that's what the Browns did here because I mean Jacoby Brissett I mean he's a he's a 
however many years he's been in the league with several teams, he's a serviceable he's a serviceable quarterback. Yep. Uh, until Deshaun Watson returns, but he'll do the things that you need to do, and it's they're like I said, Dustin, uh, that offense is predicated on a solid run game first before before the pass game uh, comes into play. So mm-hmm. that's what worked when Baker was there. Uh, yeah, you want to see Baker play the hero, but at the same time, the system is what the system is. And if you can run the ball effectively, that steps up your pass game. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next game, Bears 19, 49ers 10, and a very ugly, ugly weather game at Soldier Field in Chicago, where yeah. they actually had resotted the field a week before the game, and it just rains. <laughs> and it rains throughout it a, the entire game. <laughs> it was a monsoon there. It was a yeah. monsoon. I I don't know if you were watching, but you saw the clip of, uh, I think it was Justin Fields. He he literally did like a slip and slide right, right on the, right on the yep. field on his belly. Yep. I mean... Uh, the weather there was something to behold. Uh, and I can only imagine if the game had been played in December, how much snow would have been dumped on. Oh, on, my uh, gosh. At Soldier Field. But yeah. uh, to me, I, I don't know what to make of Trey Lance after this game. Um, but I had thought that the Niners defense was going to be good enough to carry the day. Uh, and it was, let's see, I'm trying to think. Elijah Mitchell, he got he got yep. injured. Yep. He got injured he's early for, in the game. I believe he's out for I believe he's out for two months. Yeah, I think so. Six yeah. weeks, two months, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who play fantasy, go out and grab Jeff Wilson Jr. But um I was just shocked that the Niners to me, I mean, Debo Samuel, he was he he came to play as he always does, but I I was I was surprised that the Bears hung on, made this a game, and ultimately got the victory. I really thought – I kept waiting for the 49ers to um, just kind of pull away from the Bears, and, and it didn't happen. And you have to wonder how much of this game – this is the first NFL game we've seen from Trey Lance as a starter, I believe. And yep. you have to wonder how much the weather affected him. Um, oh, yeah. You have to wonder if Niners brass is is looking over their shoulder saying we've got a guy in our locker room that's won us games before. Do you think do you think they go with a hair trigger and put in Jimmy Garoppolo? And if not, how long before you think that happens? If it happens. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. 
and my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. I think they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, The weather does certainly play a factor in these games, uh, especially in places like Chicago, New York, Buffalo, yeah, even Miami, where it could be a run- one minute it could be sunny, the next minute you could have a monsoon. Yeah, like you said. So the weather definitely played a factor. If if this if the weather was different, I think it would be it would have been a different outcome. Mm-hmm. But okay. the Bears came to but the Bears came to play. A they full did. credit to the Bears, the Bears. Um, <laughs> I give them full credit for showing up to their to their home stadium and and giving the 49ers what's what for mm. so you know justin fields had an impressive pretty impressive day i mean circumstances notwithstanding but uh but the bears did their job and uh they they take they take the they take, they take the dub mm-hmm. they take the dub all right next game steelers with the win in cincinnati 23 20 in overtime this game was drunk. <laughs> this game was drunk. I think I think most of social media, if you are if you were following this past this past Sunday, I'm pretty much sure every single tweet or every single yeah every single tweet or post on social media was this game is drunk because of all the things that happened. Steelers go up early. The Steelers go up twenty to seven. Bengals come back to tie it in the waning seconds. Extra points blocked. There's a missed field goal by McPherson. Then there's a miss. Then there's a doink shot by uh, uh by the Steelers kicker. And and, and it came. To, it comes down to the last minute, and Steelers wound up pulling the victory, uh, pulling out the victory with that long field goal at the end. But yeah, this game had just about every twist and turn. Yes. I mean, Yes, I I would. I would say, especially for week one, this is everything that you want in a game. This this is this is why why you realize how much you just miss football and how much it does entertain entertain you. And I would say this is the game that if if somebody had never watched football before and they they came to you and they said, why? Why do you watch football? I would sit them down and I'd have them watch this game because it was better than any soap opera or any 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 TV show that you can write. It's it was one of the best forms of pure entertainment. And you had to wonder if a writer from WWE was you know trying to write this <laughs> game out. But I, yeah, I tri- Triple H is Triple H is in the, in the locker room, one of the, yeah, one of the media yeah. booths somewhere going. All right, now have him do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, have I him mean, do this it was. It was unbelievable, but honestly, for me, the the point that stuck out most to this game is the play of one Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think he yeah. had five total turnovers. I mean, it, it was yeah. – a lot of people are saying, oh, the Steelers won that game. I would say it was more of a case of the Bengals losing that game. I, I think – Credit to credit to the Bengals for not giving up and coming coming back to tie it and do all those things, but – I just feel like they lost that game more than the Steelers won that game. That's my no, opinion. I, I don't disagree with you there. You you can't fall fall behind that early and try to play catch up. You you can't. 
You can do that for a week. You mm-hmm. can't do that for eight for 17 games. So no, a lot of this had to do, a lot of this had to do. I think part of it was the Steelers defense came to play. Pick six early by Micah Fitzpatrick. That set the tone for the defense for the rest of the game. Yeah. And they 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 won up holding on at the end. But it, 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 it that defense was just really impressive. I mean, TJ Watt, mm-hmm. I mean, he, they, yeah, if you're a Steelers fan, you're 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 breathing a sigh of relief because he's only out for six weeks. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know how long he was going to be out for. Yeah, he's he's only out for six weeks, so but I mean, he still had an interception, he had an interception, I believe. Let's see how many. I mean, Alex Highsmith had three sacks. TJ Watt had a sack and three tackles for a loss to go along with an interception and six tackles. I mean, yeah, this defense was ever it was given the Bengals fits today mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. On, on Sunday, excuse me. So, yeah, I, I am not surprised by that. I have no love for the Steelers. I, yes, I am still holding a grudge from 2006, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I, if you rewind back to last week's show on the on the preview, I said the Steelers do have a proud defense. They have a yep. couple of guys on there besides Watt. They have Cam Hayward as well. He's a he's yep. a if if I'm not mistaken, he's a defensive captain. Those guys come to play, and he had a sack last week too. This yep. past week, yeah. So if you have the Steelers defense in your fantasy, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next next score, Eagles 35. I'm sorry, Eagles 38, Lions 35. Uh Eagles almost blew the Eagles defense almost blew this game too. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- this was also a very very entertaining game. Yes. Uh, if even if you were a Lions fan at the loss, you still got to you still got to be proud of how they how the Lions played because in the past if the Lions went down big, there was there was no They hope, wilted. But, they wilted. Yeah. They exactly they wilted, but they were down 38-21. They scored two touchdowns. They tried to uh, and they tried to and they made a game of it for sure. And mm-hmm. they didn't give up. They, they came they came back, but unfortunately they fall, just fall short. Yeah. Yeah. This to me was also a very um entertaining game. I was pulling for the Lions at the end. Uh I was I was hoping that they would pull it out. I thought it would be a great story. Um but the Eagles, in some ways, they played as we thought they would. Um, AJ Brown, he's still good. He looks like he bl- he looks like he belongs. And I think as the season goes on, he and Jalen Hurts are going to be um, quite the connection together. But their running game, I I don't know what Miles Sanders did to anyone because they just refused to use him, whether it's Boston Scott or whoever else they had run the ball in there. They just don't seem to give Miles Sanders the the opportunity to, to seize a game or ice a game or do anything. It's always a mix of running back. Um, so that's the one thing I don't understand. But, yes, you are right. The Eagles defense um, – they left a lot to be desired. Yeah, I mean, even with the one pick six that they had, it was still they almost they almost lost the game at the end. Yeah, they almost blew it. 
I mean, Miles Sanders did have a touchdown. They had one rushing touchdown, but yeah, Brad James Bradbury, the former Giant, had the interception return for a touchdown. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a touchdown. Emmon Ross, Emmon Ross, St. Brown had a touchdown. Yes. Uh, did you and... see the thing that uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Equiminius, St. Brown, they scored like three minutes apart? I think. Oh, brothers no, in the NFL. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. But if you're looking at the box score, I mean, Jared Goff had an okay day. He was only sacked. I mean, both both these quarterbacks were only sacked once. Jalen Hurts did a lot of his damage, both both in the air and on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hurts had 90 yards rushing to go with 243 yards passing. So, And A.J. Brown, 10 receptions, 155 yards. A.J. Brown doing A.J. Brown things. Yes, uh, for, as his fantasy owner, I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> and as Jalen uh, Hurts... As Jalen Hurts fantasy owner, I was also very, very pleased with that result. <laughs> Moving on to the next game, Colts Titans 2020 tie in week one. This was yeah. another and it's another one of those games. The Titans went up big early. Colts went up rallying, 17 unanswered points. Rodrigo Blankenship misses a field goal to win the game. I be, and it's reported that he's actually going to be released by the team, but I wow. really have, there's no there's no confirmation as of yet. There's there's uh, reports that he might be released by the team. There are a lot of kickers who had very didn't have really good games this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I feel like that almost always happens in week one. Or I should rephrase and say the early part of the season. You always you always hear about some kickers getting released maybe in weeks one through three or something like that, and then they then they bring somebody else in. I I don't know what it is, but it seems like that's a trend. Um, but yeah, this this was almost. With the exception, if if other games weren't so crazy, this would have been the most shocking game of the week to me yeah. because I did not expect the Texans to hang with the Colts at all. No, and I don't think anybody did. I really can't get a read. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he was Jonathan Taylor out there, but Matt Ryan, some of the throws that he missed, to my untrained eye, it looked like he missed them pretty badly. And I don't, I don't know. The Texans... The Texans with Rex Burkhead uh, running the rock, they yeah. they hung in there. But I I I agree. When I saw that they were up as big as they were, credit to the Colts for coming back. But the Colts as a whole just looked disjointed, and there was something about this game. And uh, I don't know I don't know whether the Texans are slightly better than we think. Or uh, or the Colts just might not be as good as we as we think they're going to be. But I think it's more of a this was a classic week one anomaly. It was one of those any given Sunday things. I think I think both teams are going to show who they are further into the season. But this was a shock to me. Yeah, I mean, if I think OJ Howard is going to get a lot of love in the waiver, the fantasy waiver wire this week too. Two touchdowns and. Yeah. Gaz has chimed in. Fire Lovey Smith. Yeah, <laughs> it's never too early for the fire Lovey Smith. Never too early for firing. But yeah, this game this game was also kind of drunk. I mean, not as, it's, it was a little tipsy. He's not as drunk as Steelers Bengals. the The Colts were a seven point favorite. And listen to this stat line: total yards, Indianapolis five hundred seventeen, Houston two ninety nine. So. <laughs> Man. Indianapolis had almost one and a half, a little over a one and a half times more yards 
Uh, actually, no, they well almost they almost got doubled in yards, total yeah. yards. But it was just uh, another one of those tipsy games in the NFL in NFL Week One. Yeah. Moving right along, Dolphins twenty, Patriots seven. Dolphins are fast. Yeah. Dolphins are the Dolphins. Bill Belichick's defense had a tough time with the Dolphins with the with the with the Dolphins on on Sunday. I I don't think they could they they couldn't they couldn't match the Dolphins' speed. That's a very fast offense. Yes, I I I will have to give the old hat tip to you, the illustrious host, because you called this. You said you said that the Patriots, you know, I had them as one of my wild card picks and it's still early in the season. Like I said, don't want to overreact from week 1, but they got their doors blown off. Let's just let's just call it what it is. They got it it's a rare occasion, but it looks like it looks like like you said New England just did not have the players to keep up with the absolute burners on the Dolphins offense. I mean, you have Jalen Waddle out there, you have of course Tyreek Hill. They were moving the ball, and they and Chase Edmonds looked good. So it was it was it was kind of nice to see. <laughs> oh no! Don't forget! Don't get me wrong. Anytime, anytime the, the the Patriots are are humiliated, whether it be by an, by an, another AFC opponent or just uh, overall, uh, I, I I love to see it. Um, Mac Jones stat line not very impressive. Uh, 21 of 30 for only 213 yards and an interception, which was actually a pick six and a touchdown was sacked twice. Uh, Tua was sacked for three, t- for three, uh, was taken down for three sacks, but he still had 270 yards and, and a touchdown that a long catch and run to Jalen Waddle uh, for, for a long score. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the dolphins do next week. I mean, week one, we always talk about overreacting to week one, I wouldn't consider, although I really wouldn't consider this overreaction just because of the way the the Dolphins came to play against a very, you know, Bill Belichick's coaching in his what four hundred almost no four hundred seventy eighth game, and Mike McDaniel's playing his it was coaching his first game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anytime anytime a, a coach gets a W over Bill Belichick, arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time, mm-hmm. that's always always had that to hang your hat on. Yeah, yeah, certainly. All right, moving on to the next game, Ravens 24, Jets 9. I'll address this more in another segment, but this was just not a – I mean, I, I watched Red Zone for the 1 o'clock games. Uh, I did not watch Sunday Night Football. Instead, I watched the I tape. I actually recorded the Jets game and watched that game, and they seemed to be in it for the majority of the first half, and then things just kind of – they just couldn't move the ball – Mm-hmm. on offense uh, to save their lives. And the Ravens also took advantage of a couple of mistakes by the Jets that seemed to, ter- seemed to turn the game around, but Lamar Jackson, he is who he is. He's actually turning into, he's actually turning into a, I'm hoping he'll turn into a pretty decent pocket passer. Mm-hmm. And early in his career, you got, you, got you, you could, you could use him in the run game, Yes, but you can only, do that for so long. We, we talked about with Josh Allen. You can only you can only your shelf life for that kind of play is 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 only for a couple seasons before you have to develop in a pocket pa- into a pocket passer. Cam yes. Newton never really seemed to do that. No, and now he's jobless. 
Yeah. So, and it's because of the toll that the injuries took on his body. And I mean, Cam yeah. is a big bodied guy. There are few quarterbacks out there that are as big and physical as Cam Newton. So, yeah, it's it adds up. I mean, look at the look at Robert Griffin the third from a number of years ago. He got that injury, that knee injury, and oh. he was never the same after that. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, that was. I mean, that knee injury itself was terrible because he was. He was on his way. Oh, yes, he was. He really was. But, but uh, I I didn't see much of this game, if I'm honest. But I, I, I agree with your assessment. The Jets hung around. And I kept, I kept kind of waiting because I'd see, like, glimpses of the score, you know, on the, bot- on the bottom line. And I, I'm saying to myself, when are the Ravens really going to take off in this game? And uh, the Jets hung with him, but then – like you're saying, the wheels fell off and, and Joe Flacco, he's had his time by all, by all indications. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a class act, but if you're rolling Joe Flacco out as your starter at this, at this um, day and age, it's probably not going to go well for you. I'd also like to personally apologize to guys for paying, uh, trying to convince him, to, convincing him to take the jets with the points. Cause they were six and a half dogs. Um, he had them in a 17 parlay and I just want to personally apologize for uh, <laughs> convincing him to take the jets at six and a half dogs, uh, six and a half point dogs, but moving right along next game command uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Washington commanders commanders win. they rallied to take the game 28 20. Oh my gosh. This was that this was, this is actually my nomination for most entertaining game of the week. Uh, this was a fun game to watch uh, just based off of what the, I mean, Carson Wentz, two interceptions. Yeah. But he also had four touchdowns, two of them to uh, Jahan, uh, two of them Dotson. to Jahan, Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Who was a high draft. Who's one of their, one of their draft picks. He was a high draft pick and he, he, he impressed. He, he mm-hmm. had three receptions, but two of them were touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he was looking very good. He looks like he's going to be a player and uh, they're running back. His name is escaping me at the moment. Antonio Gibson. Yes. Antonio Gibson also looked good um, because there were stages last year where he was disappointing uh, and he was also hurt for some of that, if memory serves. But last year they had like JD McKissick was in there. Um, but I just feel like Antonio Gibson surprised me and it came, it, it did surprise me how competent Washington looked. Uh, when was the yeah. last time anyone said that, you know, <laughs> especially on offense, uh, Carson once had 313 yards he, again. Yeah. He had two picks, but yeah, but he had four, he had four touchdowns. One, to, one to McLaurin, one to Curtis Samuel, two to Jahan Dotson, including the one that gave him the lead, uh, permanently. But you know, watching on red zone and just seeing, just seeing them, the offense just kind of come to life. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Carson Wentz is the long term answer, although he's still in his twenties. I mean, mm-hmm. we we keep forgetting he's still a young dude. He's still, yeah. he's still a young guy in his. I think he's in his mid to late twenties. So he's bounced, mm-hmm. he's bounced around the league for a couple of years, being with a couple of teams. But 
he's not that bad of a quarterback. No, no, he's not. And and part of the reason, I think part of the reason he's bounced around a little bit is apparently he's not the best in the past. In the past, I should say. He's not there have been rumors and rumblings that he's not necessarily the best teammate and that in the past, maybe he he tends to rely more on his talent and he can be tough to coach. These are all just rumors right. and, and things that have been reported in articles over the years. But maybe we all have to remember, I did a bunch of stupid stuff in my 20s. And as we grow oh, yeah. up, sometimes some of that uh, dissipates. So maybe he's turned the corner because we, we all know that he has – he has uh, some some athletic ability, and he's gifted enough to play quarterback in the NFL, which is something not a lot of people can say. No, I think maybe like 0.1% of the population can say, I played the NFL. Yeah. Carson Wentz is one of them. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Well. oh well. I will say, too, on the Jacksonville side of the ball, they looked they looked like an NFL team this yeah. game. Uh, a lot of people expected them to be better after the Urban Meyer departure, because that was just such chaos. But I will say Ugh. the biggest thing I took away from this game is that uh, Trevor Lawrence, maybe he will be as good as people believed he will be one day. And also Christian Kirk in the short term, he looked to be every bit the signing they expected him to be yeah. this offseason. Well, I guess we now found out he reset the market for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along, we're, we're going to get to the four o'clock games. First game, the New York football giants pull out a 21-20 upset of the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Man, this game had a little bit of everything. My, my oldest brother's a Giants fan. And I, I kind of was busting his chops about Daniel Jones, but listen, Saquon Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I mean, I, for for me, he's my player of the week this week. He is for me as well. Ninety-four total yards, and that game-winning two-point conversion. Yeah, he he looked. I think he reminded everybody, "Hey, look, this is this is what I can do." 
And, um, and I will, I'll shout him out if he happens to be watching, but my uncle texted me, <laughs> he texted me during this game and he said, surprisingly, the giants don't look like hot garbage. So no, you know. they I, this is a different, this is a different giants team than it was for the last couple of years. That's for yes. sure. Yes, I would say so. I, I don't want to, again, we preach not overreacting here. But the Giants looked different this year. They're not going to be the doormat Giants of old, and maybe Daniel Jones is starting to figure some things out. Oh, look at, I mean, I look at his stat line 17 of 21 for 188 yards, two touchdowns, one, inter- yeah, one interception, sacked five times. But 17 of 21 is, yeah, accurate. It's, yes, it's extremely accurate. He it's, missed only, he, he missed only four passes all game long. Mm-hmm. And also, I will say, as we'll get to a game later on the slate, but props to Brian Dayball for for um, for going for that two point conversion and showing a little bit of faith in his team to yeah. get the job done. That's gutsy, ballsy, all those words, mm-hmm. <laughs> all those words. And and for the Titans, Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things. Yeah, I mean the Giants held them. They they. Held, they can they contend him enough that he didn't run all over him, and they made they try to make Ryan Tannehill win the game. So, props to their defense for that. Mm-hmm. All right, next four o'clock game: Chiefs Cardinals. Chiefs won forty four twenty one. Five, not one, not two, not three, <laughs> not four. Fifth, five, <laughs> fifth, five <laughs> touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. The 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 news of the. Kansas City Chiefs demise is uh, highly exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, especially in was, this game. I was going to say it's uh, very premature. Um, a surprising, surprisingly great game from Clyde Edwards Elaire. I thought, yep. uh, but yes, Patrick Mahomes. He was my honorable mention for best performance of the week. If Saquon didn't do what he did, Pat Mahomes would have got it. For me, um, yeah, it's not a surprise, but I mean, five touchdowns that's pretty ridiculous. And the Chiefs look like the Chiefs. I was more surprised, I thought the Cardinals would make more of a game of this. I thought they had the offensive firepower, the absence of DeAndre Hopkins notwithstanding. I thought that the Cardinals had more than enough offensive firepower to at least make a game of this. And it's and it's another disappointing performance for a team in the NFC West. At one point, it, 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 at halftime, it was 23 to 7. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the third quarter, it's 37 to 7. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. 37 to 7. That's, it's game over by that point. So, uh, I mean, it, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you lose one of your best offensive weapons in Tyreek Hill, but you still wind up being, you still wind up using the people who you still have around you. And mm-hmm. that's the that's not only the mark of a not only a great quarterback but also great coaching. Yes, because Andy Reid's an offensive genius. Yes. Oh, sorry, somebody's calling me in the background here. You still have a house phone? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I'll have to remember to mute the ringer. 
mute the ringer for next episode. This is this is terrible. I'm sorry, everybody. This is this is a historic moment on no credentials required. Somebody A Dustin has a house phone and B it rings during the during yeah. our recording. Yeah. Or recording slash live show. All right. right, Moving right along to the next four o'clock game. Chargers 24, Raiders 19. Very close. Actually, another very entertaining game. Yes. AFC West and an interdivisional game with the AFC West. Uh, This could have been anybody's game, Mm -hmm. in my my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not see almost any of this game. I think at this point in the day, I was enjoying the craft macaroni and cheese and hot dogs that my that my uh, niece wanted for dinner for her birthday but there you go um, i will say from from some of the highlights that i saw justin herbert was making all the throws during this game but the raiders <laughs> to your point they showed that they had more talent than i think a lot of people think and uh Devontae adams boy did aaron Rodgers miss him <laughs> Oh my gosh. And we'll, we'll we'll get to that game in a moment, but yeah. But yeah, I mean I I had the Raiders ranked pretty high. I don't have them winning the AFC West. I have the Chargers winning the AFC West, but I have the Raiders as an, a wild card team and with all the acquisitions they made this year uh with uh Derek Carr playing again, I mentioned it last week he's a better quarterback than what people think. He just didn't have like a primary weapon mm-hmm. other than Darren Waller. But now he's got Devonte Adams and Devonte Adams is doing, as we always say, Devonte Adams thinks. Yes. Yeah. You know, this, this Raiders team is going to be really fun to watch. I think they just need to, but, but the Chargers defense stood tall and mm-hmm. they did what they needed to do uh, when they need to get it done. Uh, Raiders, Raiders got the ball last and, well, not last, but they were uh, they're trying to drive the field to get that game-winning touchdown. But the the Khalil Mack, the former Raider, uh, comes to save the day on a fourth down play, and he winds up uh, winning the basically closing out the game for for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So that's a big we we we, we 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 forgot that acquisition too. Yes, we forgot the fact that Khalil Mack was basically traded for a box of crayons and a sixth-round pick. Which I I still don't understand. I, yeah, I can't believe, I still can't believe that he was let go, you know, when, when he was, um, he's, he's the type of player that I don't think should have been traded ever. And he's been traded what twice. So he is a, he is a defensive force. Yes, that he is. And our last four o'clock game of the afternoon, Minnesota Vikings open up their schedule with a 23 to seven win over the Green Bay Packers. It was uh, the Vikings offense was very surprising. Yes. Very surprising. Kirk Cousins, two touchdowns, 277 yards. Uh, Delvin Cook, 90 yards on the ground. Justin Jefferson, 184 yards and two touchdowns. I, I watched. I watched on red zone. And mm-hmm. the Packers actually had a chance to get to stay in the game very early. And you mentioned that Aaron Rodgers must miss Devontae Adams very, very much because he had Christian Watson yeah. wide open, mm-hmm. wide open on a pass play, and Watson just drops it. Yeah. And that yeah. could have been that could have been, I wouldn't say a turning point in the game, but that would have been that would have been 
It could have a, a reason it, to, to to for the Packers to stay in the game. Yes, yes, it definitely could have given them some positive momentum, which we all know what can happen in sports when the momentum swings back and forth. Because the Packers' running game did look pretty good, you know, the, it was it was. But yeah, the fact that uh, I I mean I think I'd go so far as to say that Aaron Rodgers misses Alan Lazard, yeah, because. Yeah. It it was just evident that he and his receivers looked out of sync. And when when it, the quarterback is of Aaron Rodgers' caliber, you've got to put it on the receivers. You know, there might be still learning the playbook. They might still be developing, uh, learning how to read Aaron Rodgers, knowing when he's going to release the ball. It's just a lot of a lot of things. The Packers just did not look like the Packers, and. Um, as you said, the Vikings surprised. They have a lot of weapons. When yeah. when the name that you and I get it, he's a little older now. But when the name that you completely forget to mention is a name of the caliber of Adam Thielen, you've yep. got some weapons on offense. Uh, I mean, you've got Dalvin Cook. We've all known that he's great for years. He's just a little in, injury prone. But the thing is, they have Alexander Madison behind him. He's he's a weapon as well. So yeah. it, the he, the Vikings, I think they're gonna they surprised me, and I think they might surprise a lot more people this year. Yeah, he filled in very nicely when Dalvin Cook was injured for long term last year. So on offense, I'm looking at the offensive stats, and and Rodgers was replaced for Jordan Love later in the game, but for Green Bay, their leading receiver this day was running back AJ Dillon with five yeah. receptions. That's how, uh, yeah, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers misses uh, Devonte Adams very, very much. Also uh, a word to Matt LaFleur. Don't say that you hate the skull horn because that oh. is bulletin board material, my friend. Uh, yeah. And guess what? They're in your division. You're going to have to play them again. And you yep. best believe you are going to hear that horn an exhaustive amount next time yep absolutely <laughs> absolutely our sunday night game was timba bay at dallas timba bay beats the home dallas cowboys 19 to 3 the dallas cowboys the only team that did not score an offensive touchdown in this in this this week uh part of the reason why is because dak prescott left the game with his what is now a fractured right thumb he's out six to eight weeks but I gotta ask you, Dustin. We talked about this a little bit in the in the green room before we went live. Is Jerry Jones becoming this gener- this century's Al Davis? Oh, well, as I said, I would say that I think he's he's kind of already there. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Jerry Jones gets a pass because the Cowboys had more recent success. Mm-hmm. Than than Al Davis, a lot of people forget Al Davis was considered an offensive genius for his yeah. time, and he he had a lot of innovations in the game. And he's done he did he did a GM. He's been a coach. He's been an owner. Uh, Al Davis did a lot before he became, I would say, to put it politely, out of touch with the game. Jerry Jones, I think, gets credit for a lot of the things. First of all, he he fired Tom Landry. Um, but he did bring in Jimmy Johnson, and that's who I think was the mastermind mm-hmm. behind a lot of those 90s teams that everybody yep. 
remembers so fondly. Those, yeah, those early 90s teams, yeah, for and sure. And I think Jerry gets a pass. And it's also because the Cowboys are one of the most uh, recognizable and marketable brands in sports. But Jerry has not been putting a, a, a great product on the field for years now. And I feel like the Cowboys perpetually underachieve. Cowboys are going to cowboy, as I say. Hmm. And Skip Bayless had the uh, audacity oh boy. Uh, to say yesterday that uh, Cooper Rush is just as good as Dak Prescott. <laughs> uh, I'm no... I'm no, I don't watch Skip Bayless for a reason. Uh, that's yeah. one of the reasons. Yeah, I am no Dak that's Prescott. Scalding, that's scalding hot on the outside, but still frozen in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't pretend to be a Dak Prescott fan, but in my opinion, saying something like that is ignorant. You're going to see what Cooper Rush can do. There's going to be a lot of running in Dallas going on. Let me tell you that. Because Cooper Rush, he is not on the same level as Dak Prescott. Not even close. I'm going to say this in the words of Lawrence from uh, from uh, from Office Space. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Shit, no. Yeah. yeah. Hell, I think you got my gear asking for saying something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Diedrich Bader. Hopefully you're Shout watching. <sighs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and our last game of the week, which was last night, Monday night, your Dustin's Seattle Seahawks pull the 17 to 16 upset over the Russell Wilson uh, led Denver Broncos. Um, I watched this. I, my brothers and I were texting during the game. We were watching the Manning cast, mm-hmm. uh, the Manning cast. And I, I always thought that, they needed to have some sort of incentive with Manning cast in that whoever picks the losing team is grounded for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Archie grounds them. Like at the end of the game, whoever's the loser, Archie says you're grounded. Like uh, that would be great. Like that. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, but I know Dustin, I don't know if you, you, you're a, a Seattle Seahawks fan, but this game was just the, the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, was yeah. It's just baffling. baffling. Mind-boggling. Hackett. Pete Carroll said as much after the game. He said, I'm very thrilled with his with his decision to go for the kick there. <laughs> I, I mean, I am a I am a big Seattle Seahawks fan, okay? And I will freely admit the Broncos lost this game more than Seattle won it. Did Geno mm-hmm. look pretty good in the first half? Yes. And I have to say, he has one of the greatest lines. I've ever heard uh, people wrote me, wrote me off, but I did not write back. That is a line for the ages, hmm. but I will say Hackett blew this game. And yeah. also by not playing any of your starters in the preseason, what do you expect? It showed, let me tell you, yeah. it showed Russ. He, he had points where he looked like himself, uh, but Denver lost this game more than Seattle won it. I have no illusions of grandeur. This is probably going to be the biggest game of Seattle's season. And even even then, they outplayed him clearly in the first half. Geno Smith was extremely accurate. Everything was clicking defensively. But still, it took the Broncos running backs both fumbling, respectively, at the one (laughs) for, (laughs) for, for this game. All these things had to break Seattle's way. 
But for one for one day, I can say we're first in the NFC West, and Russell Wilson was beaten. And uh, I won't go too too much further on this game, but I will say I am very disappointed with Seattle's fans um, booing Russell Wilson. I I understand the exit was contentious, but he was there for 10 years. He, he always played hard. He took us to, he, he won us a Super Bowl, took us to another one. He, he wasn't the sole reason we went, but he was a big part of it. Um, and I just thought, I thought the reaction would at least be mixed. I understand things are still bitter after the exit, but I would argue Earl Thomas got a better ovation when he came back and he flipped off the entire sideline when he was leaving, you know, (laughs) Russ didn't do any of that. So I shame on the shame on the twelves for that one. I did not agree with them. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for our week one reactions, but we're going to move on to, uh, to a couple more things for the show, but before we do that, just want to give a shout out to one of our affiliates here at No Credentials Required in the clutch.com. In the clutch.com, lots of really cool t shirts, vintage t shirts. They got everything in terms of your favorite professional sports team, whatever market you're in. Last week, if you happen to watch, I was wearing my uh, I was wearing my uh, word to your moms. I came to drop bombs. Zach Wilson t-shirt. I wore my escape from New York kitty cat t-shirt to the gym. Yes, I'm 45 and I have cats on my t-shirts. I don't care. <laughs> Great t-shirts. Lots of really fun wear. Major League Baseball Players Association and Major League, Major League Soccer uh, Players Association. Uh, they have an affiliation with them. So whatever t-shirt you buy that has a player on it, it goes to the profits go to that player. So go to intheclutch.com, use no creds for 10% off your order. You only, not only get a discount, you also help our show. So go ahead, buy a t-shirt. Use the code. Use And use the code. Use the code. All right, so we're going to do a couple quick things before we wrap up this week. So let's go to our biggest upset of the week. Dustin, who is your biggest upset of the week? The biggest upset for me, as I alluded to earlier, was the the. Um, Bears beating the 49ers. I just couldn't believe that that happened. Um, it shocked me. All right. So that, that's very, it's very, it's all very uh, short take on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The the Steelers were their seven were seven point dog going into the into uh, into Cincinnati. Uh, they must have had their skyline chilly because they looked their defense looked and really really solid. Again, five that's the tune of five turnovers. Uh, I think six sacks on Joe Burrow. Who, who for me, I thought their the Bengals offensive line, which was kind of rebuilt during the offseason, I thought they were going to do a lot better. Uh, mm. They looked like they did at the end of the last Super Bowl where they just got beat up. They yeah, got they were they had gassed lunch, already. <laughs> they had their lunch force fed to them. So. Yeah. My biggest upset was the Steelers over the Bengals. Biggest disappointment. Dustin, I'm, I, I might take a while on this one, but I'm going to let you go first. So All right. <laughs> what's I'll, your biggest disappointment of the week? I'll keep it quick, but uh, it dovetails with your the game that you were just talking about. Joe Burrow, to me, was the biggest disappointment of the week. Um, narrowing, uh, narrowly, narrowly edging out uh, – Nathaniel Hackett, but, but uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow with those, you can't have as many turnovers uh, as that. If you expect to go where you went last year 
A lot of people were accept, were expecting the ascension of Joe Burrow, and this is just not the way to start the season off. Well, my biggest disappointment was my New York Jets, and oh my gosh, I I, I saved myself some sanity and holes in the wall uh, by not watching the game live. Uh, I waited until Sunday night to, and I mean the holes in the wall. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Not really, because um, I don't want to, instead of doing this podcast, if I actually did that, I would be uh, putting the holes in the wall right now. Um, <laughs> but watching this game, you know, I, I, there were so many things that were just so confusing about this game. Cause we were, as Jets fans, we ha- were sold a lot of hope during the postseason between free agency, the draft, all this hype, all this noise from one Jets drive in Florham Park. And what happened is a flop. It was a giant flop. The one part of the Jets I was excited to watch was their offensive line. Their offensive line was skating all game long. The Ravens' defensive line was in not only Joe Burrow's kitchen, they were also in his living room. They were also yep. in his bedroom, master bedroom. They were in his bathroom. They were in his den. They were in his study. Hell, they were in his backyard to the <laughs> tune of, at one point, I think the Jets... In the fourth quarter, they must have passed the ball 20 consecutive times because I looked at the stat line and Joe Burrow had, uh, not Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco had 59 passing attempts. 59 passing (laughs) attempts. Why? Why? Uh, 59 passing attempts to 17 rushing attempts. And the Jets were rushing the ball really well in the first quarter. What? And here's the thing that kind of kicked me, killed me the most. Joe Flacco had the nerve to say, "Oh, in the fourth quarter, we were oh, the rest of us. They weren't jogging to the line. They're looking lackadaisical." Like, yeah, I'd be lackadaisical too if every single sig- call, every single signal coming from the booth of Mike Lafleur is all right. Pass pattern. All right, passing play. Passing play, passing play. I understand you're behind, but you don't need to throw the ball 59 times, especially when your offense is predicated on a zone coverage run. This was Joe Flacco's final stats, 37 of 59, 307 yards. If he threw for more than one touchdown, it would be very impressive. He threw for one touchdown. 
And, you know, I, this offense needed to do something. And Joe, and, and, and yes, this, in yesterday's uh, presser, uh, Robert, Coach Robert Sala had the nerve to say, I've got receipts. You know, don't be talking crap about oh, us. I yeah. have receipts. Yeah. Win a game. Win yeah. a game in September. Win a game in October. Don't tell me you have receipts because we're writing bad things about we're we're saying or writing bad things about us when you're not winning a game in September. You know when the last time the Jets won a game in September? Week one in 2018. The quarterback was Sam Darnold. And before he turned to glass. So uh, and, and and it's any wonder that this franchise, the, the fan base of this franchise, when we seem to not be, when all else goes wrong, we go after each other. There's a reason why this fan base is toxic is because we haven't had a great team. We haven't had a good team in over a decade. Yeah. And we, you know, we talk about overreactions in week one, Dustin, but this game was just this, I, I, there's just so much hidden rage that I had to get out, obviously. <laughs> well, but, we're but, glad but, that but, you could. But, <laughs> yeah, but you can only be a fan of a team for so long without people busting your chops or saying, oh, I'm so sorry, you're a Jets fan, yeah. or having to hear the constant jokes of being the butt of, having your team being the butt of jokes and every single uh, big media affiliation. I mean, yes, even yesterday, you know, Peyton Manning during the Manning cast says, Oh, the New York Jets threw 59 times. How'd that work out for him? Shut up, Peyton. Yeah. But you can only take this kind of thing for so not I won't say abuse, but you can't you, you can only take this disappointment yeah. and yep. for so long before you're before you're ready to move on to another team. So yeah. Yeah, I, I have a few friends that are Jets fans. I mean, um, you and Scott are the main ones, but mm-hmm. it I feel for you um, because I know what it I know what it was like to seem like the your franchise didn't have any direction. But the biggest thing for me that that stuck out to me was your head coach, exactly like you said, coming out and and saying what he's saying. If the if the media is that much in your head and the and and you're keeping a mental rolodex of everyone mm-hmm. who's ever who's ever wronged you perhaps you have other things to focus on if the meeting if yeah. the media is taking that much space rent free in your head then maybe this isn't the job for you and he's no, you're in the wrong he, profession yeah he's go back to he, being a defensive coordinator yes yes yeah so yeah that's my hopefully they win next week uh, they show the Browns what's for because they have an elf on their, they have an elf on the center of their <laughs> brownie. The elf Brown stadium that... has brownie the elf in yeah. the middle of their stadium. You better freaking win that game <laughs> next week. Oh goodness! All right, we're moving along because we're getting close to the end of the show. Most entertaining game. Uh, I mentioned it before in in our in our in our reaction, but for me, Jacksonville and Washington was the most entertaining game of the week because it was good to see Carson Wentz get on a kind of a roll. Uh, it was good to see Justin. Uh, it was good to see uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Turning into, you know, it took one head coach, Doug Peterson was a, a, actually a really decent head coach mm-hmm. uh, when you come to think about it, but he's starting to turn the corner. I think in his development as an NFL quarterback, Jahan Dotson, those two electrifying touchdown catches for the commanders 
And I, that, that was for me. I'm watching on Red Zone. I'm like, oh, they're gonna oh, they're cutting to Commanders Jaguars again. Okay, so let's see what's happening here. So that for me, that was the most entertaining game of the week. Dustin, which, which was yours? Mine, mine for all the reasons that you uh, detailed earlier. I won't. I won't have much more to say about this game. But for me, it's that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Cincinnati game. That game had everything. Everything you could ever want in an NFL game. As I said before, if somebody had never watched football before and they wanted an explanation as to why I watch it, uh, I would sit them down and say, watch this game. Yep. It, it was just to have a game like that out of the gate. But overall, I would say the quality of games in week one, we didn't have that many blowouts. Uh, Cardinals, no. Chiefs notwithstanding. And obviously we mm-hmm. knew that Vikings Packers was going to be out of reach, but by and large, there were some games that went down to the wire, uh, including Monday nights. Bafflingly, yep. it shouldn't have gone down yeah. to the wire, but it did. It did. All right. So last thing. Well, last couple of things before we go are, and this will be the last thing for on the docket, our hottest individual take of the week. Uh, Dustin, I'm going to have you start because he, we, we talked about the Monday night game yes. and uh you mentioned actually, you kind of mentioned it before, but it's yeah. it's worth reiterating the the reception that Russell Wilson got in Seattle when he took the field for the Broncos. Yeah, I I was very disappointed. Um, I came home, I turned that game on. Maybe it was the mood I was in because I had just come from awake, but I turned that game on and I'm like, you kidding me? This is. I knew that there'd be booze smattered in there. But people were acting like Russell Wilson spit in the face of the franchise and trashed us in the media and said all these things. Now, he did come out and say that the Seahawks attempted to trade him uh, previously before. Uh, to To his recollection of things, it was twice before. Seahawks brass says they only tried to do it one other time, and it was to the Cleveland Browns. They reached out to the Cleveland Browns. Um, But even at that point, he said, but I understand it's a business. Um, I think there's a lot of bitter Seattle fans. I think there's a lot of new Seattle fans that are only used to the the success of the Russell Wilson era. Uh, I think there's some bandwagoners, but the the man, whether I and I do think he's a little cheesy. I get it, but geez, he he played his heart out for us. Um, for for a decade, a decade with the team. Like I said, he he helped win us one Super Bowl, and he also took us to another. And if it wasn't for a surprising play call on the on the goal line, we probably would have gone back to back. And he is a big reason why. And he's just done so much for the community of Seattle, donating to children hospital children's hospitals, donating his time, donating his money, setting things up. I just thought that the reception that he got coming back was unwarranted. I knew there was going to be some booze, and I get it. Once the game starts, it was fantastic. The Broncos had a bunch of false start penalties and things. But to do that when he's running out of the tunnel, he he didn't deserve that, I didn't think. All right. Yeah. Now, my hottest individual take of the week is that the Atlanta Falcons should be demoted to the XFL or the USFL because <laughs> there's no way, there's no way over the next over the last six seasons that you can blow this many leads this late yeah. in the game. And I mentioned at the beginning in, in the top of the, pretty much near the top of the show, 
where I, one of my buddies sent a meme saying this, the Falcons lost all of these games. And it started with Atlanta 28-3 over New England, 238 left in the third quarter, and he surrendered 25 points in the third and fourth quarter. The next game, Atlanta 30, San Diego 20. Well, San Diego now Los Angeles Chargers still be should in my opinion should still be San Diego. Uh, the Spanos did the, the the city of San Diego dirty on that one, but <laughs> yeah, fourth fourth quarter five fifty nine left, ten points. They're down ten points, up seventeen nothing against Miami, twelve fifty left in the third quarter, up thirty nine twenty four with four fifty seven left against the Dallas. Cowboys. That was, I think, I think that was in the pandemic 2020 year, and they they wound up surrendering. I think they wound up losing that game by one. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that game. Up 26 to 10 over the Bears with 622 left in the fourth quarter. Up 24 7 on the Buccaneers on Tom Brady's Buccaneers when they were when the the Falcons were four and nine, and the Bucks were eight and five, and looking every bit as the guys who as a team that won home that was going to probably win home field advantage that season but up 24-7 with 435 left in the third quarter and then lastly the most recent game up 26 to 10 over the Saints with 11:35 remaining in the game and you give up 17 points in a matter of 11 minute over in a matter of 10 minutes and as i said I don't know how long, and and there are certain teams that uh, certain fan bases that the misery index is just off the charts. Yeah, my Jets. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Browns, the Falcons, um, the Jaguars, which you know the one team, the one team, the one fan they have. Yeah, but the yeah, they're a long, index, long way away from the days of thunder and lightning. That's for sure. Yeah. But the misery index has to be off the charts, and, and the, for the Falcons, you know, I, I, I just don't know how you could you could be a franchise for. The, I, I don't know how long Arthur Blank can stand it, as you know, the not only the owner of the Home Depot, owner and creator of the Home Depot, but also uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, football franchise and Atlanta United Soccer Club. But there's you can only take this so many leads blown for this long without going how how does this happen yeah and it, with the xfl coming in coming back next season having an affiliation with the nfl i kind of wonder if there's going to be a relegation system coming in the <laughs> works and i would start with the atlanta falcons to be to be to be honest with you oh man you're so gonna get the you're going to get the ire of a lot of people in the big a but yeah I'm, they I'm, probably yeah, agree I'm, with you I'm going to get the ire of the all five football fans in the ATL. Yeah, great, <laughs> for sure. All right. We're going to wrap things up in just a moment. But first, we got to tell you about one of our partners at Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda in Glenville, New York. They want to buy your car. They can find what you're looking for locally, in the state, up and down the entire eastern seaboard. But they still want to, they want to buy your car. And for the way that Used cars are going right now with the demand that's out there. They'll buy it for more than it's worth. In some cases, you may be able to sell it for more than it's worth. And of course, the supply chain is still facing challenges, creates a, and it creates a great selling opportunity for you. 
as always, team at Mohawk Honda will make the buying and selling experience very easy. You can talk with cars with Kern Swoboda, Trust Trav Landry, Louis the VIP Moran, VIP Moran Morales, drive with Deanna Coles. You also talk with my guy, Easy Evans Whalen. He got me in the in the in the front of a 2016 Honda HRV. It's a great car. Or you can talk to the man in charge, general manager Greg Johnson at Mohawk Honda on Fremage Bridge Road in Scotia. They want to buy your car and they go out of their way to please you. Now, before we go, Dustin, before we went on air, I told you I had a gift for you. Yeah. And I I got to watch in Predator uh, the other day. It was on Sundance Channel. And their end credits have been memed all over the place. Yeah, you could put whatever song, like it'll be the step by step credit song, full house, like any kind of credits. But I kind of went above and beyond, and I think you'll be happy with this. All right. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, hi, and hit it. Can I borrow a feeling? Could you lend me a jar of love? Hurting hearts need some healing. Take my hand with your glove of love. <laughs> and I have to express for YouTube purposes, free and fair use, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you're uh, that was you're fantastic thank you thank you if you're if you're listening on uh on the audio side and the podcast side um i'll have it up on, I'll, I'll have it up on our youtube channel uh after the show um please i think you'll, if, I think you'll like it if you listen if you listen on the podcast side please go over to the youtube channel subscribe and match the bell because you're going to get a surprise at the end of the episode <laughs> yeah, and I'll I'll even put that as a separate video too. So, so yeah, definitely hit that mash that subscribe button and uh, Matt, hit the notification bell, ring that bell. All right, that will pretty much do it for us at No Credentials Required. Dustin, where the pe- where can the people find you individually? Oh, oh, oh! You also need to mention your extra life. Oh extra yes, life uh, fundraiser. Yes. I am uh, really quickly, I am raising money. I've done it for the last, this will be my fifth year doing it now. I'm going to attempt to play video games for 24 straight hours on uh, Saturday, November 5th, I believe. It is game day this year. I will be raising money for the Bernard and Millie Duker Children's Hospital at Albany Med. Um, I'm, it's affiliated with a charity called Extra Life. Uh, they use gaming as a mean to as a means to raise money for uh, childhood cancer. So if you have the means, um, go ahead and donate. Uh, any amount helps. I've got a I've got a Facebook fundraiser out there. You can go to you can uh, if you Google search Extra Life and then search for me uh, when it, in the search for players box. It'll be El Dusto sixty seven. You can donate to my cause if you feel so inclined. Absolutely. It's a great cause. And Dustin's going to be busting his hump playing video games. Uh, do you have any, do you have any, any spoilers as to what games you have in mind? Or are you just going to just right uh, in the coming weeks, I'm going to put together a lineup. Um, 
there's been some there's been some changes uh, because originally I had a friend of mine coming into town and we we're going to kind of do this together, but it looks like he's going to be going remote. But at some point, I will be attempting to play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That will be on the Ooh. list. <laughs> All right. All right. So you can find Dustin on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch at El Dusto. You can find me individually at who is Ryan MCC. You can find the show also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, no creds, REQ, Facebook.com forward slash no creds, REQ. But as we mentioned for YouTube, smash that subscribe button, hit the notification, ring that notification bell. Uh, ring for, that bell. Ring that bell. <laughs> so that way, you know, either when we go live or we post an extra special uh, video, like I just played for Dustin. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast side, Spreaker is our primary hub, but you could also go to uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, basically whatever platform you listen to podcasts from, subscribe to the podcast and also rate and leave a review. I might even read it on the air, even if it's in German. <laughs> but in the meantime, that will do it for No Credentials Required, where you don't need to press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports and Association locally in the 518 area with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy. Thanks for listening and or watching. If you're watching on the replay, thanks for watching. And we'll talk to you again next week. See you next week, everybody. of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.